listening to the AntsMarching.org podcast, the new brand of AM radio. So yeah, so welcome. Okay, that's a good intro. Welcome to yes. the Ants podcast. Um, we're recording on a Wednesday night, <clears throat> a little midweek, but uh, an important night because the band just played uh, played their first show, Songs Boyd. So on a Wednesday, what else are you going to do but drink? Joe, are you uh, imbibing tonight by any chance? I am. I pulled out the bourbon whiskey, the big whiskey bullet. <laughs> I am going to drink a little 10-year aged bullet with my glass. Cheers. What do you got over there, Matt? Very nice. Um, I'm back on the – I'm off the bandwagon. Um, uh, beer Ooh. is now okay again. I'm drinking a full sale. So full sale is out of Hood River, Oregon. Uh, Full Sail Brewing Company, a Hop Pursuit IPA. It's a Northwest India Pale Ale. They claim it's ridiculously tasty. It's sitting heavy at, oh, I don't know, no percentage beer. I thought it was 30%. Nothing. Sitting heavy at 3%. (laughs) Nothing. Um, But I think it's probably more in like the 6.5% range if I had to guess. Um, So, yeah. So, see what we got. Cheers Cheers to you, buddy. Oh, yeah. Nice. Is that a Hawaii shirt, by the way, too? It is. It's a Maui shirt. Maui shirt. It's Maui nice. shirt. I like it. Funny, funny that you should say so because um, a gentleman who used to work for Sammy Adams, who sent us some beer, now works for Kona Brewing Company, and he's going to send us some beer. So Score! Good stuff all around. Good stuff. Thank you. Yeah. We, love the, uh, we love the free swag. We do. We do. And hello to everybody joining us on Facebook Live. Sean, Heather, and Chad. Hello. How's it going? What's up, guys? Okay, so um, let's just recap our last podcast, which was um, Friday or Saturday? That was Saturday, no. and I was beyond hungover. Beyond hungover. Right, but I, it was before I, the I, concert. Sorry. Yes, before the concert, yep. And before we had any official statement about the concert, too. Yeah, yeah. And well, about, full um, full disclosure, situation. I had predicted that Boyd might even show up that night and certainly was going to be back for the summer or 90% in. Right. And uh, when did the band come out with a statement, Joe? I don't remember the exact time. Uh, I'm going to say it was about noon, maybe 11. If uh, no, yeah, it was it was about an hour after we did the podcast. So I would say, you know, around noon, maybe just in time to embarrass me. <clears throat> but um, what, what the statement was very, uh, very generic, I guess one would say. Which I predicted. I mean, they're not going to be able to say anything more. I wanted them to say <clears throat> more. Not necessarily about Boyd's situation. I get that that is Private. likely to be a very personal situation. But uh, how about, you know, is Boyd on the album? Is Are we going to get a replacement either that night? Um, or are we going to get a replacement for the tour? I, I was hoping for some answers, uh, but I knew, as I mentioned in the last podcast, that we likely aren't going to get any. So for those who haven't read it, <clears throat> the state, the band basically screen, screen captured Boyd's tweet and then quoted it and said, Boyd has been a member of the family since the band began, and we want him to focus on his health and get better. We support his decision to do this, and we're sending positive thoughts his way. I... Cheers. And, and, and Coffin has come out to um, say he's his support, too, and cheers to that. And obviously, we'll, we say the same. Um, Definitely. Um, whatever to get Boyd back is if there's anything anybody can do. I think we're all we're all in for that. But that's been the only thing we've heard. 
um, it almost it, it certainly does play off the this is the minimum that they needed to do. They needed right. to say something, and they certainly didn't say any more than they needed to. And again, that's their prerogative. That's their right. It's a private personal mm -hmm. matter. Um, I think any PR person would—that is the exact advice they would give you. You did the right thing. Can't, you can't question that. As much as we would, we are craving more information. Yep. It's not our right, I guess. Yep. Um, and we're 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 stuck just kind of wondering though because some things weren't answered. That's true. That's true. And you know, management has neglected to make a statement. They're just—they're basically no, not commenting. It's a personal matter. That's cool. Um, it's to be expected, I suppose. But. Sure. I, reading this out loud just now, it doesn't really strike me like this, like it did the first time I read it. The first time I read it, it came off as slightly cold. I, and, and I wasn't the only one who expressed that kind of feeling. And we could parse this all we want, but I think it makes more sense in the context of the show that you were at on Saturday and the vibe that you picked up from the band on the stage mm -hmm. and the performance that we all heard, certain songs especially, um, I took a shot at the grabbing the show. The show is available on Ants, by the way, if you want to download it. Um, so thank I would suggest you, you go grab it. Yeah, thank you, Mike Peters. Um, but I listened to a few songs, and man, I, I think I texted you earlier. Ants marching sounds like I'm listening to a cover band at the beginning. You can't start there. I mean, I, you're right. I'm sorry. Can we can we come back? Let's I mean, back it up. You can't start there. I mean, it is a great setless show. If you just look at the show, it is a good setless. They played four songs, well, at least three that hadn't been played since 2014. Maybe even four. I should probably know, but you know, um, you never know. Yep. Um, Alligator pie. Um, what else am I missing? Time here? bomb. Time bomb. Yep. And there's one other one, uh -oh. if I'm not mistaken. Um, freaking awesome set list i mean they definitely use the time practicing to pull out some songs that they haven't played now obviously it's been a year and a half since the full band played so every song other than the seatbelt show but every song hasn't been played in a year and a half so okay but they, they brought out some good stuff in the set list, yep. a good set list yep uh now from um, what i read like the first half of the show was really more the preferred half and then the, it almost seemed like they kind of dropped it down a gear for the second half of the show but the question is, there are obviously songs that Boyd or Boyd that, that depend on Boyd, or right. more than others. So the question was, are they going to avoid those in the in the interim before they figure out what they're going to do for the violin position, or are they going to play them anyway? And right. I would argue, all we can do is speculate, right? But with the void of information is filled with speculation. Yep. And I almost think the band it. For them to try to play certain songs, it seemed defiant more than confident. And I don't, well, I don't know. I mean, they didn't do. I mean, there's clearly other songs. They could have done a lot of songs that were would have been like clear what I would call Boyd songs, Boyd feature songs. I, I think the the first one that was kind of big on the set list that came up was um, Forty One, and uh, Boyd's solo in that. Yep. And you, all of our minds are trained oh. to hear hear Boyd. Um, that, that was what I had at Dave and Tim. I'm 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 trained to hear Stefan. I'm trained to hear Carter. And when they're not there, I'm just kind of like, this is weird. So that was the experience. You're, you're ready to hear Boyd, and here comes time for his solo, and they just 
cut it. You know, the spot that it would be, they just went straight to the horns. The horns normally following Boyd. They just went straight to the horns. And if you're just dancing and your brain isn't thinking Boyd, you probably wouldn't notice. You, you really wouldn't notice. It sounds good. They handled it perfectly fine. I mean, there were, I met a number of people at the show, by the way. That was their first show. And what a what a crazy experience! Your wow. first show is the show without Boyd. Like you don't, you, I mean, that's a you just we, that's just an interesting first show to get. And even after you know you listen to live recordings or something like that, I'm not sure, but um, they handled it well. But unfortunately, the brain is programmed to hear Boyd there, and um, and you didn't, and it was kind of weird. And you and everybody looked around like that was a clear spot that we should have been hearing Boyd, and we didn't. So that they handled good. But our brain has just been trained to hear Boyd. Well, I, I didn't even associate what you're saying is so true. But I, when I realized I had that moment, was the very beginning of 41. That the intro okay. when Boyd starts doing his little thing, that is what sounded very weird to me. The solo, because the direction the band has been going the last five years or so, and Boyd's yeah. kind of reduced role in a lot of the concerts that we've seen. Um, right. The solo part didn't strike me too much just because I'm so used to the weird different stuff that our horn section does now. Um, but uh, but yeah, the intro is where I was jarred with 41. And then Ants again. Oof. <laughs> well, we could jump to Ants. I mean, I, I think the most of the show, the, the, you you it was a great um, there. But there were parts that you would wanted to hear Boyd and you didn't hear Boyd until you got to Ants. And Ants, first of all, had a new intro. Um, great. Love the band is trying new things. This one was a miss, though, I would say. Or maybe it didn't come off right just as right. Maybe the timing was bad, but it was like it was like Timmy starting the, the, the guitar riff of the intro to Ants by himself solo. And then I think it was Stefan comes in next and then the horns. And the whole time Carter's just on the hi-hat, I believe. Um, and you want that snare intro, and it's kind of like almost like a soft start, and then Carter plays the, the 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 intro. So that was really kind of weird. But then we get to the end of the song, and it's the the Boyd hoedown, the center stage, you know, um, the rest of the band members circling up around Carter and looking at him and looking for Carter to give the count and how many beats they're gonna do for you know the accents, and Boyd's supposed to be there just going away. They have Tim fill in, and Tim gives it the great great attempt, but you just that is. You're trying to do the Mona Lisa, I, or I don't, you know, it's you're trying to fill something that you just can't replicate quite the same on a guitar. And so I had this, there was people with their hands in the air with their, their thumbs down, you know, aggressive. I enjoy the shows and I, at the show, I throw out away every kind of expectation and I just have fun. I don't, I don't overanalyze it at the show. I'll do that after the fact, but there are people with the, in the air with their, their thumb down, which kind of sucked. Um, but really, all I, yeah, there were people. Yeah, there was there were some people that booed. And those were people that were drunk and just whatever. But their hands are booing and the hand. It wasn't any at anything like a mass. So don't get this. Don't get this wrong. People were having a blast, but there were some people that were super unhappy. For me, it just felt like I was watching, like my best friend getting cheated on, like. It was it was the, it was a really eerie feeling of watching you know the band try to doing their doing their fun and Timmy out there just playing like 
like a single note almost like over and over again kind of like a void thing or two notes and i just felt like eared like oh my gosh uh, he's getting cheated on i mean that's that's boy you don't you're not that is not imitation is flattery that is like uh, you know uh, just felt you know almost like disrespected i don't know it felt like he's being cheated on trying to fill that role in such in, well, in the way they did. I, I think you're know. onto that, something. The... Is that an fu? And you know, the lack of information means we don't know what happened, what went down between Boyd and the band. But right. I find their attempt to play ants marching that night, instead of saying, you know what, let's just wait and sort this out, and then we'll take a swing at it when we're ready, for them to play it that night, it 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 leans towards we're going to prove this to ourselves and you that we can do this without you. And I, it doesn't seem like it's a, a positive I don't know. self-confidence. I mean, so, well, I mean, where you're going is they clearly didn't have to do ants. That's, that's your, that's your point. That's my point. They could have, they could have, they avoid liner graves. They avoid all these other songs. They could have avoided ants and that, that weird moment, but they didn't. And what you're trying to say is, why didn't they? And one perspective could be like, you know, yours, which I can't even feel like repeating, but because I don't necessarily feel that way that, hey, they're doing it as a screw you for canceling on us at the last second. You know, we're going to do this anyway. That could maybe is one reason why they chose to still do ants. Another reason could be they just were naive and thought that, hey, it's maybe not as big of a deal as clearly I, it, it was for me personally to not have him there at that point in the song. And maybe they're just naive to how, you know, could be perceived or how it comes off or how it would sound. Or maybe they just thought we're going to, you know, not they're not naive. They knew it wouldn't be the best, but they really wanted to play ants. And maybe that's all it was. I, I don't know. I, I tend to lean to the second one. I think that they maybe thought they could pull it off um, without, it much of a notice, but I mean, for going to going to as many shows as I have, and a lot of people have, it's, it's way too noticeable. Yeah. Well, Chris made a comment here on, on Facebook live that that's dramatic to think that way. Tripping Billy's and I might have a point, but they had to give the fans some kind of encore. I have to say, Chris, I don't agree. There are a lot of songs the band can close with a lot. There were somebody some, even said, were. um, Hansel said watchtower. Sure. Yep. There are plenty of songs that are not ants marching that the band Stay. can close with. Yeah. Um, so it, you might be right and I might be wrong, but I don't think that would be necessarily the reason that they don't have enough encore songs to lay out there. Yeah. yeah they've never, they don't finish every show with ants. So, um, and they have plenty of, uh, encore songs that don't have a giant Boyd solo. I mean, giant, they literally play. Oh man. Intro. I mean, the whole song is not just a solo. Me- 16 measures or more of just Boyd. They, nobody, other people are playing other than the accent notes. I mean, that the is intro to our podcast one... is Boyd. <laughs> that is probably one of the most prominent of Boyd pieces. Um, and they did it. Here's the other thing that happened at the show that maybe people don't know. They haven't listened is, Dave didn't, nobody addressed it. No one talked about it mm-hmm. at the show. Um, I think the most that maybe that he, they, they did is, I, I think at one point um, Dave said, hey, you know, this song, we send this song with love to those that aren't here or something. And I'm, I know I've gotten that wrong, but that's all it was. It was, there was nothing anymore. And the other thought time that I thought it would happen is 
when Dave goes around and announces all the band members, and maybe that would be the time that you kind of comment that, hey, obviously there's somebody missing, unfortunately. Yeah, that's what and I'm saying. Put, loved. Build that yeah. scenario that there is a tragedy, and boy, it just needs all the support in the world, and it's and it's a sad thing. It's not the band doesn't feel jilted. They're honestly concerned for Boyd, and I'm not saying that's not true, but let's yeah. put it in more of a uh, an amicable situation where Boyd needs their help and needs their support. They don't need to say what's going on to be more openly supportive of him. Right. And I didn't feel that in the statement, and you didn't feel that at the show. And that tells me that the opposite could be true, that there is some tension now. I don't know if tension. I mean, it, I guess maybe that they just completely want to try to get Boyd out of the spotlight as much as possible. And the best thing for Boyd from what they see is – Let's try to not talk about this, not any more attention. Maybe, but he's not there, and you're still playing ants. That's not exactly the way to sweep it under the rug. <laughs> that is, ants is not the way to sweep it under the rug. No, it's not. Yeah. Uh, so that was very strange. I, I would say um, the other thing that was weird, and this, unfortunately, because we're forced, we're reading into this because we don't have any more information. But um, two things that other, I would take away, other takeaways from the show, Tim's volume was super hot, like loud uh, in the front of house. Um, and I don't know if that was a band decision or if that's a Bagby decision or whose decision that is, but it is, he was very loud. And there were parts that Tim would come in and just jarring. I actually would jump like, oh, what was that? Like, just like a, a really loud strumming out of nowhere. And it was just so loud. So that was something. Am I reading into that something related to Boyd or that's just something else? You know, I'm, I'm forced to read into that. It could be to replace the sound, uh, fill out the, the stadium, fill out the arena more with sound uh, in Boyd's absence. Could be reading into it. The other one, a little bit concerning, is, from my opinion, Carter was not typical I Carter. I was going to ask you about that. Yeah, he was not typical Carter in, as far as smiles go. He's a rock star. He, I mean, he, he's, has he ever played anything wrong? Yes, but uh, he, he played perfectly. He, he was he was great, but I just he didn't have the smile as much as he did. There towards the end, there were a few songs that he was smiling, having a blast. Um, but there were definitely times where he just didn't look like he was having the best time ever. Could be reading into it again, you know. Like I said, overanalyzing, I'm sure, but it definitely seemed like he wasn't having the best time. First show of 2018 as a full band. I mean, they had the Stevie Wonder uh, Charlottesville thing last year, but yep. I mean, you'd think this band would be fired up about playing the night before the Super Bowl. Like that's <laughs> take it all by itself, and that's a, that's a fun show for the band. They're coming at that mm -hmm. with high energy. So you see again, you see otherwise, and you're like, what? Now Carter could be dragged down. And sad, and that's there yeah, doesn't need to be any so. tension for that to be the case. It, fe either. it feels like cheating to him too. Like I, that feeling that I had, he might have had the same thing. It's like I feel obligated to have to feel the show. If I had my way, I would not be playing the show right now because I yeah. feel we're down a, a family member. Yeah, and that and that could have been it. And that's yeah. And I think that we that we saw something from him. Joe, does this um, have anything to do with the kiss? What is the kiss? Boyd's kiss, attempted kiss to Dave. Oh my gosh! What, what was that? Seville? When was that? Seville? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I think so. Charlottesville, sixteen, right? Oh my goodness! I forgot about the kiss. I, I don't know why when, it came when up go, on my radar today, oh but 
uh, TMZ were the big purveyors of that video out there. And like Dave's reaction is pants pissingly hysterical. Like, bro, he pulls right, right back. back. Yeah, it goes back with a weird face and then just completely laughs and is like hilarious. It was so funny, but yeah. Dude, boy goes in for the kiss on stage. I mean, maybe they're still yeah, simmering I, tension. <laughs> no, I was kidding. <laughs> Just they had, a break, they had a breakup. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Cardi did not wear a jersey, which I thought was completely shocking. We're at a Super Bowl thing. He wears a jersey for how many shows consecutively straight? Doesn't wear a jersey for that. That was just like kind of weird. And um, Stefan, not Stefan, um, Coffin breaks out a pe pedals for his horns and um, starts using some effects pedals during one of his solos. A little bit interesting, a little bit new. Mm -hmm. uh, was making some really funky sounds. Was like, whoa, what's that? where's that sound coming from? And I realized he was using pedals. Um, Stefan broke out what I believe to be a new bass guitar, at least, or I think he broke it out for You Never Know. So maybe it's just one that I didn't recognize because it's been a while, but I think it was new. It's this black and uh, red um, bass guitar. Couldn't tell anything more for, uh, there about it. Um, so that was cool. Tim was Tim was was great. Um, yeah, those were some of the other um, kind of takeaways from the show. The stage setup for those who haven't seen any pictures, similar to uh, you know. Uh, I guess you would call it the 16 tour, I guess, I think. I don't know. It's the one where um, TV, uh, the big screens in the center making a, a circle mm -hmm. for the crowd and, um, you know, rays of lights um, around. So, yeah, and that, I mean, that would be some of the other takeaways that I that I took from the, uh, the show. Um, when you said you met some people who, was, who that was their first show, would you say this is more yeah. of one of those corporate experiences where a lot of tickets were giveaways through different media promotions? Really good question. Uh, I was very focused on how much of the crowd, because yes, when you buy VIP uh, Super Bowl tickets, you get a ticket to this show, I believe, oh, or wow. at certain level, at certain levels you do. So I had a very big expectation that th there were going to be a lot of people that, you know, were kind of casual fans. Found out very early that this was a crowd, a DMB favored crowd. Um, I think it was 41. That in the outro, they broke out the thank you. Oh. Uh, I know you're not a fan. Who is? But, the, but I wasn't this time, and you want to know why? I am at anything at the show, I'm fine. But in this particular case, you know what the message it sent? It sent a message to the band this crowd is DMV fans. This is not corporate fans. When all of a sudden you're in an, playing an outro and fans are singing, thank you for letting me, uh, thank you um, uh, song, then you're you're like, oh. We have a DMB crowd here. We don't have a corporate crowd. So I feel like that helps the band energy go up. That helps maybe with any changes. They didn't change any set those songs. It was well, as as planned. But that's a good I point. I liked that because of the message it sent. That's a good bands. point. Yeah. Um, but uh, overall, it was great. The crowd was great. It was DMB friendly, um, 100%. A lot of hardcore fans or, or you know, frequent fans or listeners of the music. So uh, crowd was actually great. Really good. So with what you heard from the band musically, they had mm -hmm. to get a Boyd replacement before the tour, would you say? My opinion, yes. Um, it's just, it's so blatant and it, your head just goes there. From people leaving, there was a, a, you know, I don't like to talk about it, but there was like a mini revolt of just people unhappy with it. This was by far not a bat of the worst show that I've ever seen or that, that others I've talked to have ever seen. It was missed. Ants was just really just the worst ants I saw. Excuse me. And you know, there were, there were other parts that weren't the best, but it was a great show, but there was a mini revolt. 
and I think you're going to need a Boyd replacement of a temporary. And like for um, like, right? We're not talking. I know that there's been rumors, like not rumors, but people posture than like Bela. Um, not a right. Not, not as something to fill in for the violin, but actually a violin, right? Right, because that doesn't. That is cool, and I would love to see other guests. And I know in the the, the 15 tour, the 14 tour, they said it was going to be the tour of guests, and it wasn't. But. Um, the boy, you just the violin part. It needs to be as at least very closely replicated. I think everybody would welcome maybe some new perspective, um, and some you know somebody bringing their own flavor, not trying to be, you know, bring in a cover band person that could play the exact same parts. Um, at least if the cover person came, or or hopefully a, a further a professional musician, they bring their own flavor. And I think we'd all welcome something a little new, but there's just some parts that you have to have a violin. That is DMB sound. Yep. I, I hope they don't try to power through it. Um, I, I, and I hope they see the initial reactions of some of the fans just feeling a little let down. It's, a, it's the band's choice, but the fans were clearly let down and there were comments being like, I was thinking about adding the gorge, but if this is what the show is going to sound like, I can tell you um, I'm not going to add the gorge because uh, they just weren't really happy with it. That's not everyone's opinion. Um, a lot of people are pumped. I enjoyed the show, but there is definitely, without a doubt, uh, an opinion like that out there. Well, not uh, not to directly link this with the topic, but uh, Robert Randolph did intimate on, a, on an Instagram comment that uh, see y'all this summer or something like that. When someone says there needs to be more of this, picturing Robert Randolph on stage of the band, he said see ya this summer, and then he little emoji with the zipped lips. So we're gonna be seeing Robert, but again, tell me, what is the zipped lips, Matt? Tell me what zipped lip, lips are. Yeah, what does that indicate? That indicates my lips are sealed. Shush, I can't say anything more. Hint, hint, <laughs> wink, wink. Yeah. Well, I mean, and not to knock Robert, and I like Robert. We saw him back in, what, the mid-2000s in Charlottesville, or uh, I think it was 06. Um, really awesome performer, awesome musician. But in terms of Boyd, I mean, it's not the same. Not the same. No, it would welcome it. Absolutely would welcome it. But it is not going to fill the hole that people fill with boy. Well, here's the thing too. Tim, I think is getting a lot of flack unfairly for um, being louder or making up for board. Like they're turning up Tim so much that I think Tim is loud by necessity. I really do. And this by necessity, can I, can I ask you why necessity? I, why does it, why is the necessity? Well, right now I think you're filling the hole of um, Boyd sound. I mean, we did. We we the band did it without the electric guitar before, and I, I would. I, I don't know. I, I don't think it's a necessity. That's probably for another another pass. I, I I'm really interested to know how much band influences the front of house sound, or how much that's up to Bagby. Um, because personal opinion right now, and I think of some others, the the electric guitar is definitely overpowering other instruments. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's possible, but it's okay. So with that in mind, now you've got Robert Randolph coming in. Is there, is there sonic room for that in the extent, for a, an extended period of time? Uh, what do you mean by extended period of time? Um, well, for like multiple songs? Yeah, or no, multiple shows. Let's say he's a guest oh, on a lot shows. of songs, or if he's at a show, are they going to use him? Are they only going to bring him out two, three songs a night for a month? Yeah, I don't... Who knows what that means, but I mean, he could be there for a significant amount of time. 
And uh, here's the thing. Robert. I think the band should slow down on talking about bringing another guest in until they get the violin <laughs> sorted out. <laughs> I mean, that would be my opinion, too. But I, hopefully they feel the same way. But that would be a dis- that would honestly be a disjustice to Robert Randolph. He is a super talented musician oh, yeah. with great music on his own, running his own band, touring around to be relegated. I'm relegated is a bad word, but to be a, like a touring guest right. um, a touring band member he's he is so talented um i, I feel like he, him coming in for a few shows a few guests is the right thing and go check out robert randolph uh-huh. at his own show at his headlining show um that would be my that would be my mm. thought at least if we're gonna get him for a full thing that's great i i, I would be surprised but hey i'm we'll just cart it. before the horse that band needs to sort violin before they even think about bringing right. another guest on Especially one that not musically or talent wise, but in terms of instrument, sort of, right. I don't know, maybe I don't want to say that covered. I mean, we have an electric guitarist. It's just, yeah. I just, I guess I'm just distracted. I see in front of me, I want, I want uh, the Boyd hole filled before, before part, any other guests. Part of the, in. part of the band sound. I mean, they got now what, uh. February, March, April, May, you know, they got three and a half months to do auditions and find that exact person and for that person to be able to get prepared with on the music, you know, uh, get up to speed. Um, there's, you know, clearly this, this last show, they didn't have a choice. It, it, I, I fully believe that that was a last minute decision and they, they had no chance to get prepared for it. And it's kind of ironic now thinking about it. The show was called the night before, and literally the night before we find out about the night the before the night before the night before the night before I was like the night before could not mean anything more related for that show like in so many ways so but now we now we have the two and a half months or whatever three months before if they want to they they can get the replacement okay let's the, here's the, another so, opportunity for me to put my foot in my mouth and be wrong. So I expect an hour after we post this podcast, the band will release something to <laughs> completely, you know, prove me wrong. But right. the chance that they get another violinist before the tour starts. Okay. I'm asking you. I mean, am I predict, I, this is my Joe's guess at predicting the future, what they're going to do. And my guess of what they're going to do is that that's what this is. Yeah, I want to know what you think. I think the, I mean, I th- my opinion is it should be a ten. They are. There's no other option. I'm go, out of ten on a ten. I think that it there is probably a nine. I think there is. Some so you're saying ninety percent? You're going to take my number? Is that yeah? Yeah, I'm going to take your number. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say ninety percent. I think there's a there's a chance that they decide it's not the best route, but in my opinion, I, they needed a hundred percent. There's the sound needs it. Yeah, I I would agree. I mean, a part of that number might be we're hoping too. <laughs> Our hope is pulling yeah. that number higher, maybe. Um, right. There's plenty of stuff with this band where you've thought they've got to do this, and then they turn around and say, "Oh no, we don't." Yeah, uh, I remember early on you had said that you believe that the band had to play ants, um, and I found that comment curious, and I I chalked it up to your hangover. Uh, 
<laughs> I don't think the band feels obligated to play anything. So for them to play Ants, I still am sticking by the fact that I, the fact, my opinion that I think the fact is that they were kind of pissed off and were going to play that anyway. I know I can't. I can't see that, but I mean, I don't well, you, know. You can't I see can't, that? I, I mean, you might not believe it, but you can obviously see that. I saw that as one of the three options I laid out as there has to be a reason why his ants played there. They didn't have to play ants. They did. And it was a clearly a song that features Boyd. So what is the reasoning? I mean, in my head, I just want to say they thought they were going to have a corporate crowd and the corporate crowd would feel unhappy if they didn't play one of their most popular songs. Yeah, well, I, I, I just, I'm, I'm flabbergasted that they took the shot at it. They had to know that it was, I don't know. I think it was, a, I think it was a message, but that's just me. I think the band's just going to have to put, I'm they're going to have to put their best foot forward and just soldier on. You're, you're implying that the, the band is like this passive aggressive to Dave does live in Seattle now. <laughs> is, that, is that all? All Seattle people are? Oh my goodness! Oh I mean, yeah, I, they are, they cannot. They are not. Dave writing a set list is not passive aggressive. I I mean, if it is, the stories when this band is over and the in the books that are going to be written about behind the scene things are going to read like the most exciting, thrilling novel of crazy stuff happening. If well, they it is really gotten to it that It doesn't level. have to be passive-aggressive. They they, Dave's not going to come out and, and say, F you, Boyd, here's This Is For You, and play it. I mean, they're not going to get that heavy with it. But, but I mean, playing it, I think, is a pretty aggressive um, uh, move. I do. It's aggressive, but I, uh, there has to be another reason. I think I think you're going to disagree. We're going to disagree on this one. We'll agree to agree that you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> well, what else can we talk about here? Um, man, this has been fun. This uh, Facebook yeah. Live is pretty cool. I know it's late on the East Coast, but yes, mm. please. I know Matt said this at the start, but um, we we've used Periscope, we use Facebook Live, We're trying them out. We'd love to hear which one you guys prefer. Yeah. Obviously, it's on podcast apps, too. Yep, yep. Uh, I think Joe and I are going to take a quick, brief break. Um, I don't know what that means in terms of Facebook Live will stay here, apparently, but uh, we'll cut out of the podcast, the final feed, and and go out. Um, And we'll come back, and we'll wrap things up here. So just uh, hang with us. We will be right back.
skin. That's cool. I like that. I don't get to see it. Well, you're not watching. I you know. I gotta get the. I gotta. I download thought you were so vain that you like to. Uh... I am. I very much am. No. Um, I think you need the Facebook app to do it, and I don't have that. So. Oh wow. So we'll look into that. Interesting. Okay. So, uh, all right. So, well, okay. Number one, um, Matt Valls asks thoughts on the slower tempo of the songs from last weekend. Um. I mean, I didn't feel it that be that slow, but I guess there was some there was some slow stuff on. I mean, I, I felt normal to me. I, I didn't. I mean, nothing more than hey, the band's newer songs are slower, so you're gonna get that. But I, I didn't. You, did you feel that it was a slower set? Uh, I haven't listened to the whole set. I picked and choose my at songs. The set list. Yeah, I, yeah, I listened to a handful of songs, a couple, three. Um, when I was at work today. So no, I, I didn't, I don't know. Um, I, I was really upset that you threw that back at me because, uh, I haven't listened like you have. It's supposed to be a question for you. Well, yeah, but even just looking at the set list, I didn't know if you thought anything from the set list, like, uh, not, that's kind of a quiet set the way that that looks. No, I let me tell you, I was psyched for you. Never know. Little side note. When I heard them start playing that, um, that was pretty awesome. It, that had been like since what? 2014. I think time yeah. bomb was, uh, was 2013. Like you had mentioned that earlier, there's a couple real long hiatuses for the till they came back. Got running down a dream, Petty. Yep, that's um, always cool. I get a pie. Um, I the show was great. I mean, what are you gonna call? Don't drink the water. So much to say. Okay, satellite. Okay, maybe you can ding that. Why I am? No, you never know. I mean, you can call it maybe quiet, but I mean, it's sweet song that hasn't been played in a while. 41, Granny, Space Between, Alligator Pie, Jimmy Thing, Running Down a Dream, Samurai Cop, um, When the World Ends, Time Bomb, What Would You Say, You and Me, PNP Rapunzel, Gray Street Ants. Uh, am I missing something? What? Sorry. Uh, no, I don't know. Seems pretty, seems pretty, seems pretty upbeat to me. Okay. Uh, Jen Henson, our own Jen Henson, one of our mods, and she's been writing news stories on ants. If you've been reading articles on ants lately, you've read a Jen Henson joint <laughs> um she's been killing jen, it so best. jen thank you so let's get a question from her in are there songs that you think are more likely to be played if there is no violin okay so now we're going to go the other side and say not 90 percent that we're going to take that 10 percent that they don't replace um the violin part and are they going to drop songs well i think more or likely which, to... so, which songs are they going to oh no sorry jen are they going to play more songs because there's no violin right so I think that I mean, couples with the fact that they would not play some songs too, so other songs would have to fill in. Right. By nature, nature of it, yeah, they'd go up. I think the biggest influence is literally what are we going to hear related to new album? And mm. does this new album even have Boyd on it? If it doesn't, then I think we get normal new album tour where this could be very new song heavy. And that will be the thing that is heavy more than, hey, this is a song we're going to feature because we don't have. And, and that's fascinating. Let's say Boyd is all over this album. Whoa. Right? That, right. that really makes things difficult. And that just makes me want to hear the album even more. Uh, you know me. <laughs> like, we've talked about this plenty of times. I love the band's studio albums. Um, I really get psyched for studio efforts. Uh, and, and I'm really excited to see what's going to be on there and again we play the same questions is it going to be all new are they going to have old quote-unquote old songs existing songs i think sugar roll's showing up on it 
stuff like nope. that. Well, I know you say no, but <laughs> give me an opportunity to be wrong. <laughs> I, we do that every podcast. And I don't ever disappoint. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, this really adds a level of intrigue um, even more than it already has built in uh, to what does this yeah. mean for the tour for the album? Yeah. Yep. So Ryan Turner asked, will this delay the album? Um, you know, I don't think so. I, I don't think they could at this point, but I mean, if Boyd's on the album, Boyd's on the album. If he wasn't, he wasn't on the album. The fact of the matter is you're three months away from the album release date or two months. What do you, what do you, what do you, oh yeah. Where do you get this? Oh, I'm sorry. Did we, no, 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 no. The two, I'm picking the tour of the new album this summer. My bad, my bad. It's probably mostly done, is my guess. I don't know. I mean, which, by the way, um, lovely lady, uh, just uh, Tawatha, I think. I'm sorry if I said her name wrong. Um, just posted an Instagram picture of her recording in the studio. Um, and obviously, we just saw Coffin and Rashawn in the studio recording. Those could all be for completely unrelated reasons, but they could still be laying down tracks for the album. And Did if that's it? the case, and they still planned on adding Boyd tracks, they still planned on adding Boyd tracks, and now he's uh, unavailable. Yikes! That is a what? That is a problem. What do you do? You get a studio violinist. Do you move forward without the album? Do you wait for the album until he can do it? I don't think you can wait because it's for all intentions. There's no timeline for Boyd's return. And you can't delay an album on an unknown no, timeline. No, so, no. Um, I don't think the I, album's so delayed, like, though. Either he's recorded all his parts or some of them, and they either go with yeah. that. They're not going to take... <sighs> if there was a timeline on his return, then I say, I would think then, yes, there could be a possibility that the album is delayed so that it, meet, it fits that timeline. Mm. But since there's no timeline, I think you have to move forward as if uh, if you if you were still needed Boyd for the album that unfortunately um, we won't have it we'll have to get a re-release I, I love how you look down you're like Walter Cronkite over there you're like oh just breaking news I'm just looking at my in drink. Tawatha's Instagram and you're that was good because <laughs> I don't want to look at your mug while I'm talking you throw me off handsome is distracting I know <laughs> I know um, let's see let's see uh, let's see um, Kevin Purcell. How's it going, Kevin? Thanks for joining us. Uh, he asked, did Boyd retire from music or quit DMB? Hmm. I mean, that's a good question with, with him, um, touring with Crystal Garden. I mean, and he had a solo effort in the 2000s. I mean, he's clearly, um, a passionate guy about music, uh, doesn't necessarily limit himself to just Dave Matthews band. Uh, but I would, I would guess that he's going to put his feet up for a little while and, and, and do what he has to do for himself outside of music. Yeah, I mean, he used in his that he needs to take a break from touring, right? So, at least from any kind of touring with any other band that's done that. in music in general, mm, not sure. I think the way that this comes off is he needs just a, a complete disconnect. Yeah, is the way I read it, even though it doesn't say that, but that's how I would read it. Yep. Yep. And uh, Jerry Thompson asks, a big question no one has addressed. Well, we kind of had have addressed uh, it, Jerry, but we'll get uh -oh. there. Is Boyd okay? Is he ill? That would change the whole course of this discussion. The, the bottom line is it's a private matter. We don't know, and we really don't have a right to know. Um, we've asked. 
we've got the same line that it's a personal matter and that's that um i mean if if you were ill would you necessarily want anybody sharing that if you didn't want it out there um is how i like to frame the answer to that question and it's just you don't know you give them love and you and you give them prayers and you and you just hope for the best i mean i think we're all under working on the impression that he is ill i i, I think for boy to not be with the band it's something very serious it has to be something very serious and um so yeah in my head unfortunately i'm sending lots of love his way because i'm fearing the worst so i hope everything is okay absolutely absolutely so what's next uh for the band right now joe we've got uh a little bit until the tour starts um yep. next show is the Which 18th is of may at the old Which Cynthia is going Woods to Pavilion. be insane. Sorry, I cut you off. Yeah, go ahead. I'm just saying that show now says so much. I mean, all eyes are on that show. If we don't get any more announcements, we don't find out anything more, We have that is our next unofficial announcement because whatever happens at that show is going to be very telling as, in a, as far as an announcement could be. Will there be somebody new on the stage? what is the format of the show are we doing two sets i i, I who knows what, what that show is going to be very interesting mm. my eyes are very i'm very focused on that show which i will be there and um i look forward to finding out what is up you'll be you'll be there summer. though yes you know the the band because if you can learn violin in three months you'll be able to cover <laughs> most shows because you're there there's this guy that's just kind of sitting out here. He said he'll do it for free. Uh, <laughs> should we do it? All right. Fine. Bring him up. Huh. Yeah, it, it, that's a good point. That's going to be highly anticipated. I can't see this band say – if they haven't said anything more, if management hasn't said anything more, there's been no promotion, press saying anything more. Um, they're not going to – reason stands that they're not going to say much until the tour starts. Right. Yikes. <laughs> that is going to be well, a highly anticipated to... show. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, I, don't, I think if they find a replacement, even temporary, I don't think they say, they announce it. I think we find out. They really? just kind of keep moving. I, I feel like it. Unless it's like unless it's like name brands. Like the, the, the name of the person has a brand that would um, intrigue people, then maybe they would announce it. But if it's, if it's a name that doesn't have a brand. Name, name um, another violinist, Joe. Quick. Uh, there was actually a lot being thrown out. I, I don't. I don't normally. I know Yo Yo Ma. Oh, there's this, but there were some some getting thrown out, and the one guy, which I apologize, I don't know his name, but in Zach Brown band. Yeah, I read that. Is a uh, former, um, you know, D big D and B fan. Played uh, played some played some of the songs in the past. Um, I think I don't think he would leave the Zach Brown band. I mean, Zach Brown band I think is massive. So. Um, but there, there's some options. I, I just don't know, like you said, name one. Maybe there's one that would have some kind of brand recognition. But if it doesn't, I don't see why you announce it. I think they're just, you know, so you show up and there's somebody there and they just keep moving forward without it. Hmm. So um, you don't I think, think what they ban does need. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, too, you don't think if they come up with a replacement that they announce it. Did you just if show up that first not, show and he's there or she's there? As long, unless it's, unless it's, name that, that unless that person has a brand of their own that brings some uh, excitement to it no apparently yo-yo ma is a is a cellist 
Isn't that so just a big violin? <laughs> it, t- it took you. It took you. It, it took you a little bit later in the podcast. To, but boom! Somebody corrected. Well, at you. least I could pronounce cellist. Let's put it that way. <laughs> a cello. A cello is just a big violin, anyway, folks. Let's be honest with ourselves. But what the band does need to announce is: Are we getting any openers? And yeah. you know, showtime is that the showtime going to be? Band showtime or opener showtime or one set. There's gonna I, we need something on that. I, I feel like just walking into Houston and Woodlands and no, not knowing what the tick the time on the ticket and what that does what does that indicate opener or not. I mean I, that just seems we gotta we have to get some information about that. So have it seemed to you that they have um, as the years have gone on been less organized about openers and the press behind them? Didn't it seem like in the early 2000s like boom, they had these openers lined up and they had it announced and promoted. And it just seems like they're almost afterthoughts in recent years. And maybe that's just my perception and I don't follow it as closely, but uh, that's just the vibe I get. 100% get the vibe of afterthoughts. That's that's no doubt, which is a shame. And that's um, not to say anything about the quality. Than, I mean... Yeah, uh, other like, than the Gorge. The Gorge, they have usually really hyped and and did multiple announcements about gorge acts because they opened the venue earlier and they have side stages that one they've done a better job on but just in general yeah um they haven't put a lot of focus on it so um i just realized today driving home uh that i have to get on the stick and start revving up for version 2.0 of dmb hub because i want this thing ready Mm -hmm. for the tour and one i'm going to say one of the things i'm developing and that's going to put pressure on you're, me you're to actually. Break some news right now. It is. It's going to put pressure on me to, to get it right, uh, and on time. What? Uh, what? Are, are you sure you want to do this? Do I need to talk you down right now? Nope. I'm good. I'm good. You get one of those an episode, and you already spent it in the break. <laughs> 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 um, I am aiming to do well. You know, DMB Hub lets you look at the live set list, um, as the show is going on, right? Uh, I am going to integrate the setlist game with that area of the app. So, in addition Whoa. to looking at the live setlist, you're going to see your score um, as as you basically live with the uh, with the live setlist. So cool! Yes, that's overdue because people have been doing it manually. So that that'll yep. be cool. Yep. Um, it's gonna right now. I mean, I, I basically have it in a 2.0 build that I've had running for a little while. I haven't updated in, in a, a couple months actually, but um, I have it in concept working. So, and it didn't take me long to get there. It surprised me like, wow, okay, now it's just, I got to tweak it and, and, and polish it. So uh, it'll be fun, but that's one of the features we want to, we want in um, the 2.0 version of DMB hub. So we're excited about that. Cool. Yes. Yeah. I'm getting excited for the tour now. Yeah. Tour. There you go. Uh, we might, have a replacement in the app. I'm not going to tell you about it yet, but mm. like one of the, never mind. It was a bad boy joke. No, no. <laughs> and uh, so if you have an iPhone and you don't have, uh, oh yeah, Jen Henson wants to know if we can get the set list score, Jake, uh, Joe. So, oh yeah, yeah. sorry. Oops. Yeah, we'll sorry, get on I just that. got back from Minneapolis. Yeah, I'm still hung over. So, uh, DMB Hub. If you have an iPhone and you don't have DMB Hub, you have no excuse. It's a free app. So go ahead and grab it. It's on the App Store. Uh, give us a review on there. Um, it'd be very appreciated if you could review us on the uh, on the App Store and give us some five stars if you like it. 
If not, email Joe. Uh, it would be great. Um, but we're excited to we're excited to rev it again and get get a fresh version out there, getting ready for the 2018 tour for sure. Um, we are planning on doing something with our our podcast. We um, we love get being on uh, Periscope and Facebook Live. We're not sure which one we're going to settle on, um, but we want to just make sure we uh, shout out to our plus members who help support the site and keep things running. We really appreciate your support. Uh, helps yes. us with the with the bills for sure. So you plus members out there, you know who you are. Thank you very much. Um, I think that's a good time to end uh, episode 88 here, Joe. You got anything else? No. I'm glad we can pull it together here quickly, and thanks for everybody that tried out Facebook Live with us. Awesome. Thanks for sticking with us, y'all. That's uh, been episode 88 of the Ann's Podcast. We will catch you around next time. See y'all. Thanks for listening to the AntsMarching.org podcast. Visit AntsMarching.org and be part of the largest DMB community on the Internet. Show downloads, tour central, personal show stats and set list game, and so much more. AntsMarching.org, the best stop for all things DMB. Thank you.